Hello and welcome to a special edition of The Good, The Bad, and The Podcast, the show where we take a given movie genre and look at the good examples that put the jingle in your bells, those bad examples that put the fruit in your cake, and those ugly examples that summon Krampus to your Christmas dinner. Hey everyone, I'm Mark. Hey, I'm Kelly. And I'm Charles. And today we are looking at a, this is a really fun genre for me, it's Christmas horror movies. Yeah, uh... We originally were going to do 12 days of Christmas horror, but didn't quite work out. So now we're just doing a really extended episode where we're going to talk about 12 different Christmas horror movies. And just a warning, this episode may include some mature content that uh, younger listeners may want to skip out on this one. Because we are talking about horror films and uh, there's a lot of violence. We're talking about Santa Claus killing people. um, And uh, I may use the word penis a few times. Too many. (laughs) Um, because a lot of these movies, as it turns out, had really mature content and a bunch of full frontal male nudity and, and some female. Yeah. So, uh, we'll see. So stay tuned for that, you guys. (laughs) I I was pleasantly surprised with how many options there were out there as I was looking these up on the different, uh, streaming sites and saw all the different horror movies that we didn't get to fit in. Uh, I kind of want to start just by discussing why we think that is, that this is actually a genre. It's a, it's a big genre too. Uh, I, I, I think, I think there's always something about, you, you're always going to have the, the counterculture movement to anything, right? Uh, if you're celebrating everything that's good, you're going to have to celebrate or at least entertain everything that's bad as well. Um, I also think some of the Christmas films have been too goody two shoes for their own good. Some of them deserved a good, you know, good horrific moment or two. I think I, I think I agree with that. And there's something about Christmas being most people's favorite holiday and one of the best times of the year that everybody looks forward to. It's just ripe with opportunities to to turn that completely on its head and just add horrific stuff to it. Right. Yeah. And, and there's, maybe there's an, uh, an aspect of like increased vulnerability during this time of like family and celebration and your guard is down. And so maybe that means that there's an even greater, you know, chance for horror when a predator could strike and. Well, and, and, um, it it may be a sign of the times too, because for instance, like Silent Night, Deadly Night, when that came out, it was extremely controversial because they were doing Santa Claus as a serial killer. You know, it, um, I read that it had actually been done before, but that was the one that really drew a huge wave of criticism and was boycotted. And um, so, I mean, that's, you know, that's not that long ago. That was, I think, like 81 or 84 um, when that movie came out. So... Um, I think it's a lot of things. I, I would say that when you're looking at these lists, most of them are within the last 30 years. Um, it, you know, Black Christmas was in 74, um, but that really wasn't... It's a Christmas movie because it takes place during Christmas, but it's not really about Christmas per se. Um, you know, but uh, that Silent Night, Deadly Night, which is... Um, if we're going chronological, that's the second one on our list. That is definitely addressing Christmas head on, um, and, and religion too, in a lot of ways. So, um, it's kind of an interesting movie in that regard. Um, 
I was surprised that a lot of these deal with uh, Krampus, um, which is something you know I wasn't terribly familiar with before I saw the movie Krampus. But when you go back and look at them, especially the, like the European ones, like Rare Export and all those things, like they really do deal with it. So maybe it's an American thing that we're not used to the horror of Christmas and <laughs> Eastern European. They've always had kind of the anti Santa Claus. So. Well, and it makes sense too, you know, if we're going to have this guy who's watching everybody and rewarding them <laughs> for being good, it makes sense that we have somebody also punishing all the bad people. Well, yeah. And, and, and honestly, you know, nightmare before Christmas kind of combines, you know, Halloween and Christmas um, I mean, is it maybe, like I said, I think maybe it's just time, like, that they were going to merge. Um, and then, you know, you got Thanksgiving, so, like, most holidays are, <laughs> you can merge them, I guess. <laughs> One of the greatest movies of our time, Charles. All right. And they, I, I think, yeah, I'm pretty sure every holiday at this point has been made into a horror film. Um, <laughs> but I do, I really do think when you look at them, like, that the list is, it's growing. Um, and, <laughs> like Red Christmas. The reason I added Red Christmas was because I saw D. Wallace's name on the list. I'm like, okay, D. Wallace from The Howling and E.T. is like, this is gonna be great. And I looked at the year. I'm like, 2016. I'm like, she made a new Christmas horror movie. Um. So <laughs> anyway, and that was what you got. Yes. Well, we haven't <laughs> talked about it much, but um, yeah. Maybe we should. Maybe we should get into the list here. Okay, but we're starting to tease too many. But um, I, I want to go back to Krampus for a second. Um. Uh, because I actually, I happen to know an expert that's all about Krampus and I was going to see if we could get, um, this person's opinion on this, if they're available. Let me see real quick. Um, let me see what we got here. Do you have a surprise guest, Charles? I've always got something up my sleeve, Mark, but, but this person, if this person's around, um, maybe they can tell us a little bit about uh, Krampus and all the mythology around that. Krampus, are you there? Uh, yes, hello. Good evening. Guten Abend. Hi, Krampus. <laughs> Krampus. Is this Krampus safe, huh? I'm calling today to dispel some of the lies and misconceptions about me that Hollywood has been guilty of spreading over the years. Okay, Krampus, what's on your mind? I have uh, prepared a statement. And then I take questions, yeah? Okay, sure. We'll ask. Uh, we'll get to ask him some questions. So get your questions ready, Kelly and Mark. Yes. So, item number one, I am a legendary creature, but that does not mean that I am imaginary. I am not a myth. I assure you, I am every bit as real as Sasquatch, unicorns, or the Elvis. <laughs> number two, just because I have the shaggy fur and the hooves, and the giant goat horns, that does not mean I am some kind of demon or devil. That kind of microaggression against antlered Americans only serves to reinforce negative stereotypes. Do you you consider yourself an American, Krampus? (laughs) Oh, yeah. I immigrate here. I I spend the summer in Miami Beach. It's beautiful. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Number three. And this one is perhaps the most important. I am not simply a cruel, sadistic monster who arrives at Christmas time to murder and terrorize. That is nothing but an anti krampus propaganda from the liberal Hollywood elites. I mean, yeah, 
I believe if you really want to encourage good behavior from naughty children, it's not enough to leave them lumps of coal in their stockings. You have to scare them straight. Sure, I have been known to engage in some light kidnapping from time to time. Maybe smack the children with the switch made of the birch branches. And even boil them in the oil on occasion. Oh, What's the big deal? They are naughty children. They deserve it, yeah? So, this Christmas, cut Krampus a little slack. I am not a bad guy. It's been literally years since my last murderous rampage. This Christmas, give Krampus a chance. Thank you very much for your time. And now, I take questions. All right, well, uh, I guess I'll ask the first question. Um, Krampus, you're saying that Hollywood hasn't been very fair in your portrayal. Um, how do you think they've done with Santa Claus? Do you think they've got it right? Or do you think they've gone way too easy on him? <sighs> yeah, this Santa Claus. Listen, I grew up down the street from the Kringle family. Chris Kringle and his little brother Carl Kringle was in my grade at school. This so-called Santa Claus is no saint. Do you know what I'm saying? The whole image, the Charlie fat man with the ho-ho-ho, the cute reindeer, is all marketing. And Hollywood just eats it up, yeah? Listen, Santa sits up there at the North Pole, no governmental oversight, making the cheap knockoff toys. Can you say theft of intellectual property? Would I hear... The working conditions aren't that great in Santa's workshop, or should I say Santa's sweatshop. There are some very serious allegations of elf exploitation that are just starting to see the light of day. Hashtag elf lives matter. <laughs> well, that actually reminds me, what do you think of the 1959 Mexican movie Santa Claus? I mean, that's some pretty crazy sweatshop-like conditions going on. Do you think that was accurate? Yeah, it, that movie is very interesting. You know, I think they portray the devil uh, very nice. He's a very nice guy. Lucifer and I go way, way back. So, you know, uh, the movie is very interesting. And Santa, with all the little children of the world, it warms my heart to boiling. I want to kill him. So, <laughs> all right. Well, so, Krampus, did you, uh, did you see any of the movies on our list this year? I so Hollywood they make me look so bad. They make the Santa Claus look so good. It's uh, it's all political. <laughs> so, so where are you calling from? So what? Uh, where are you at in the U.S. exactly? <laughs> Your connection's a little wonky. What is this wonky? <laughs> wonky. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It's a big time of year for me, so I spent some getting ready mood, jump to the animals, get my sack ready to kidnap the children, uh, and, you know, get, make the preparation for you. Let's see. Which, which, do you guys have any questions? So many. Uh, <laughs> Kelly, you go first. Uh, no, 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 by all means. Mark, take it away. Uh, first of all, uh, what kind of accent do you have, Travis? <laughs> what, what country are you from? He's an American. Southern Eastern Europe. You're breaking up a little bit, but I heard Southern Eastern Europe. 
what is the naughtiest child you've ever punished? What was their crime? The naughtiest child? Let me think. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, the, uh, he may not be the naughtiest, but I remember a young boy from New York named Donald Trump. He'd become very famous. <laughs> he, uh, he shaped up a little bit. He's a big star now. And, uh, yeah, he was pretty bad when I had to give him the switch uh, many, many times. Did he, did he say Donald Trump? <laughs> <laughs> I could. Uh, I he, t- sounds like, uh, he sounds like the duck, the, the scientist duck from Disney. What's his one duck? What's the name? Oh, I'm going to be embarrassed. All the listeners are going to be mad at me now. What's his name? The, the, the scientist. Ludwig von Yes, that's it. <laughs> of course, of course, Krampus. You know, yes. <laughs> They're distant relations. I, I'm not. I'm not living on a rock, you know. I just. I wonder. That's right. We don't think you're living on a rock, but I. I wonder about your Wi-Fi a little bit, there, Krampus. We're getting. <laughs> we're getting like every other word, more or less. Krampus, do you watch The Office? The Office. <laughs> Oh yes, this is the office. Why you ask? <laughs> did Dwight get it right? The the portrayal of Krampus. I mean, how do you feel about that? Was that offensive to you as a Krampin American? <laughs> you know, so many things in Hollywood. You everything is sexy, and uh, I'd be. A, Krampus is not sexy. <laughs> you sound like the guy that directed the room, um, Tommy Wiseau. Uh, just, just a little bit. Um, it's, <laughs> all right, okay. Well, so, so uh, Krampus, which uh, which movies uh, did you uh, did you want to talk about from our list? Uh, we can go. Movies. We can, you know, we can go out movie... of any order. Any order you like, we can do it. The, uh, the Christmas movie, I think, is all the favorite. Although, you know, I think, uh, again, the portrayal of Graham was very, very unfavorable. Uh, but, you know, I did get to fight Santa Claus. It was cool. You talk about it in a Christmas horror story from 2015? Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Um, Whose was that? Was that my? Was that mine? Was I the yes. one supposed to be watching that? Let me give a yeah, little synopsis mine. of that, um, so we can catch up to where he's at. Because he did spoil it a little bit. He does get to fight Santa Claus in that movie. Um, all right. It says interwoven stories that take place on Christmas Eve, as told by one festive radio host, who's played by William Shatner. Uh, a family brings home more um, than a Christmas tree. A student documentary becomes a living nightmare. A Christmas spirit terrorizes, and Santa slays evil. See right there, that already kind of tells you that um, Santa's going to defeat Krampus. Merry Christmas! Christmas! most magical time of year. Tell me you will find the perfect Christmas tree. 
It's Christmas. Christmas is all about forgiveness and family and tradition. Santa, lots of kids are depending on tonight going off without a hit. But in Bailey Downs this Christmas, it's different. Exactly one year ago, last Christmas Eve, the school was the scene of an unimaginable crime. And you still want to go down there just for some stupid school assignment? I think it's through any door in the school. This is Krampus, right? What's a Krampus? He's like an anti-Santa Claus, a demon who punishes the naughty. He whips them, chains them up, stuff like that. That's fun. It's the elves. I fear they may all become infected. It all come to this. We're trapped down here, and there's a psychopath on our loose. Bring the changing back to the forest. That ain't your son. Did you not see what he did? The atmosphere here in Bailey Downs is truly playing this holiday season. So can, can I ask before we get into the discussion of the of the other stuff, does William Shatner do anything but sit in a room and talk to the – he's like a radio host or something, right? That's right, yeah. Because in the trailer I – wa- I watched the trailer for that and uh, I, didn't, I didn't see the movie, but it, he, it seems like the only scenes they showed in the trailer were him sitting at the microphone. Like is that all he was signed a contract to do? That's all he does. He doesn't – that's all he does. He uh... – He's one of the stories, um, only, and they're all only loosely connected. Um, and Krampus is really only in, I guess, the one with Santa Claus. <laughs> and the the Santa Claus one, it's a there's like a zombie virus that's making all the elves go crazy and want to kill Santa. Um, and uh, Krampus is there to fight him, and it's actually a pretty cool. I you know I know Krampus is saying he doesn't like the portrayal, but I like the way Krampus is portrayed in this movie. It's pretty cool, actually. I don't know if Krampus is still there, but um, yeah, yeah. Did, how do you how do you feel about your portrayal in this movie? Uh, the movie, you know, there's the stories, the chains, the dancers, the woods. Well, not the greatest story. The zombie. Was funny, uh, very cheesy. The twist is the end of the, the, uh, the mall. That was kind of cool. Yeah, I, 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 again, I think I got like every other word of that. Um, <laughs> but I heard that was kind of cool. The mall one. Um, I actually, I like this movie a lot. Um, I, I don't know. I, I was, I was pleasantly surprised by how, how much I like this movie. Um, it, uh, it was the scariest one on our list. Most of them are kind of falling into that cheesy, um, campy, you know, zone. But but this one uh, was actually pretty scary in places. Um, I like the I like the kid that got swapped out the the changeling one. I thought that was cool. Um, the um, the the woods one was a little weird, but I thought it was I thought it was pretty cool with the everybody getting hooked. Um, they made they made Krampus look pretty pretty terrifying in that he was very white, very pale. Um, it's not the Krampus I'm used to, but 
Um, like the the who is it the the Ice King or the Night King in Game of Thrones? Kind of, like yeah. That. He kind of looks like that. He still has the big horns and all that, but he's very white. Um, and um, I kind of like that. I kind of like that. I like the hooks. He you know he slings hooks and. It's a very violent movie. This movie gets really gory in places, but um, I kind of dug that. Um, yeah, and seems like Krampus and I are the only ones that watched it. And Krampus, yeah, we, I didn't see we're that getting one. half of Krampus's commentary. So it's, <laughs> <laughs> I, <don't, laughs> I wonder. I wonder if Krampus has a better Wi-Fi signal anywhere. Is he, is he currently in the U.S. or is he in is he in Austria right now? I, I don't know. Uh, so let's see what what other ones did you uh, did you happen to catch Krampus? It's almost like we planned this out, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I saw the movie. Uh, 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 the name escapes me with the uh, all the old man trap in Finland. Oh, uh, rare exports. Yes, yes, rare exports. Very interesting. Very well made. Uh, you From... know, the, the Santa Claus with the big horns, obviously they were copying me. I don't know why they had to make me into the Santa Claus and they didn't even show my face, but you know, I'll take it. Let me give a, let me give a synopsis of that. Um, in the depths of the Koravatunaturi mountains, I'm sorry, I'm butchering that. 486 meters deep lies the closest ever guarded secret of Christmas. The time has come to dig it up. This Christmas, everyone will believe in Santa Claus. Um, this is a it's, um, movie made in Finland, um, and supposedly, like, this is where Santa Claus comes from. It's the most magical time of the year. When traditions are honored. And the youngest among us still believe in the spirit of the season. We found something else than just plain rocks and dirt. This mountain is like a giant ice box. For storing what? Drill deeper. Prepare the dynamite. You have grain to rob. We have Santa Claus. Selitä sille, että... Meillä on täällä pukki myytävänä. He sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. He knows if you've been bad or good. And he doesn't give up. Sports, a Chris.
Um, what's kind of interesting though is we uh, I watched this with Toby and we were, we were looking it up and it's I didn't realize that I didn't realize that like Finland shares a border with Russia because there's in this movie there's a lot of things with like Russia where they're worried about like like who let I, all the stuff on the mountain who's been digging all these things and um, and it seems like there's some anti-Russian stuff in the movie and I think it's because they share a border I don't know but that part was interesting to me um but um as krampus was saying though in this version their santa claus is like a giant krampus with horns i mean they 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 do everything but call him krampus um and the people this is kind of a spoiler but the people that we might know of as santa claus are really just elves of this giant krampus monster um which explains how he's able to get all over the world at the same time because he's there's just tons of elves. Um, in this movie, they're played by a bunch of naked old men, which is uh, <laughs> which is I don't know what Krampus thought of that, but there's a bunch of. <laughs> I'm all for you know expression of the human body, but yeah, too much naked old men. Definitely, <laughs> they were they were literally <laughs> like zombie hordes of naked old men chasing down this kid. Um, but I like this movie. I thought it was well done. Um, it was interesting. Uh, in And I guess, if I'm understanding it right, it's kind of like they're saying this is where, like, this is where Santa Claus comes from. Because um, they dig up the, they dig up the, the tomb, I guess, where this Krampus slash Santa Claus is buried and everything is evil when they wake him up and they're they're able to kind of change him over to the good and convert the naked old men elves into <laughs> jolly old men elves that are going to go deliver presents. So they're kind of saying they started Christmas and, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I think that's where, <laughs> where they went with that. Um, interesting. Yet well, another one that know, only, I... only Krampus and I saw that one. So that's another well, one. <laughs> I was going to say, I actually, I have an uh, expert here on Russian Finland relations. If you want me to ask him. Sure. Sure. Okay. Hold on. Let me get him on the phone here. Okay. Beep. Boop, beep. Yes. What do you want? This is Russian expert of the Finland Russian relations. And the Krampus. I know that. No, I'm kidding. I'm going to stop there. Okay. <laughs> that's all I'm going to do with that. <laughs> well, I, I, I felt like this could have been a kid's movie. Like, it felt um, it felt very magical towards the end. I almost started doing an accent like Krampus. I looked up and saw Krampus looking at me. Um, I felt very, uh, um, no, the, but I, I really did. I felt like if you got rid of, like, the old man, old man nudity, took out some of the violence, like, this, this almost felt like a Disney movie at the end when the kid's, like, flying around in the helicopter and, um, uh, but then, you know, you look down and there's hundreds, if not thousands, <coughs> of naked old men flopping around in the wind. So Did, did you see <laughs> Did you see the short films that, that this came from? I did not. Did you? Yeah, it's, it's, it's like a... Uh... Charles, Krampus sees everything. <laughs> I see you when you're sleeping. <laughs> no, the... This is uh... <laughs> in Soviet Finland, crap. <laughs> so, so the short film, huh? It's good. Oh, it's it's the three hunters, and they go into the woods to hunt the the, the wild Santa Claus, they call him. Uh, it's very interesting. Did you like it more than the movie? Eh, 
it's just five minutes long, so you know it's hard to compare. Okay. All right. Well, I guess check that out. All right. What other what other movies, Krampus? Well, uh, there's no Krampus in it, but the the movie uh, Red Christmas. Uh, yeah. All right. I've seen this one. Yes. I think we've all. I'm so sorry. <laughs> we, <laughs> we, like, do. Let me like your, your 90 minutes back. Let me let me let me do the synopsis here. Um, a mother must protect her family on Christmas Day from a demented stranger who is hell bent on tearing them apart. And I'm gonna add literally. Hands in the oven, presents in 15 minutes. This year, I thought before we opened presents, it would be nice if we went around and said what we're grateful for. Perhaps Peter could lead us in a present. A church. And here, I thought this would be so easy. I know how hard it can be starting a family late in life. Mm. You're on the clock, buddy. <laughs> from 2006 this is the d wallace one um okay so someone else take it from here who wants to talk about this one this this one i was just thinking today this kind of has like a split personality for me because i really quite like the script of this movie and i don't mind the like the general character motivations and where it went so uh, you you have a kid you, you have this mother who had a child with down syndrome and he's in the movie and he's quite good and he was kind of my favorite actor in this whole movie um, and he quotes Shakespeare at the beginning, which is really cool because I actually knew the quote quotation from Romeo and Juliet. But at, at the end, spoiler, you, you realize that this mother uh, had an abortion when she realized her second child was going to be born with Down syndrome. And so uh, through the movie, the, the first son realizes it and has this kind of revelation of, you know, did you not want me? And it's like kind of this really touching, horrifying, poignant scene. However, comma... The <laughs> the guy that plays the antagonist is is so weird and not scary at all, right? I mean, am I not wrong about that? Uh, you're not wrong. No, I this movie really went off the rails for me. I 
I just don't even know. Like, I haven't seen Dee Wallace in anything besides The Howling, but I think she was so good and in E.T., E.T., e. right? You've seen her in E.T. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, I forgot about that one. Um, but I just, I, I, when I, I mean, the, the, the star rating, okay, should have given it away, but like, but this was only, you said, you said 2006 a second ago, but it was 2016, right? 2016, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm, I slipped then, yeah, it's 2016. Yeah, so this is <coughs> two years ago but it feels so old and like even d wallace like she's 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 pretty good in it still she fights valiantly through but man i like i i don't know if i would agree mark about the script i i thought it was an interesting premise but all the dialogue was (laughs) i I was texting charles while i was watching this and it really reminded me of a a talking cat (laughs) (laughs) and uh, just Krampus? Do you already said wasted ninety minutes? To well, watch? you know the the horror part versus the killing. You know when the the uh, the bad guy chops the lady in half and her legs fly apart. <laughs> oh yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> no, that was amazing. amazing. Not the word I would use. <laughs> so okay, when I was taking notes, you know, in the other movies I was making like full sentences of notes and like you know, like I norm, like I would. But it, for this movie, I I wrote WTF, uh, <laughs> and then I wrote bear trap question mark exclamation point. At one point, there's just a bear trap that latches onto the policeman's head out of nowhere, um, and then and again. Cut in two with a hatchet exclamation point. No one's talking no one's talking about the first kill where he rips the dude's penis off. Like that's <laughs> We wanted to save that for you, Charles. Yeah. Well, okay then. Um I actually like this movie. Um No I did. Um, no, you did not. I did. Now I'm not saying it's a great movie, but the concept I thought was interesting enough. It's it's kind of like what you're talking about. There's some some deeper things going on there. Um, yeah. I was wondering, you know, they had the scene with the pregnant lady, very pregnant, gave birth later that night, and she's having the sex with the husband, and then the priest is peeking in on them. <laughs> what was going on? The, the, and and then and the first scene with the priest was he literally went into a closet like they were literally <laughs> had him in a closet like and, and I told Toby that I'm like this movie is just hardcore for metaphors um, yeah so because you yeah, know it's yeah, like yeah. and that's what I was wondering like it, it, again maybe I'm giving the movie too much credit but is this movie a pro life movie or a pro choice movie. Oh yeah, I think you're. I don't think that's even a question. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Well, I'm, I'm asking it. I don't. I don't know the answer. Like, what? I mean, do you think that that? I mean, what do you think the filmmaker's intent was? That it's supposed to be a, like an extreme pro-life movie kind of thing? Like, like, like this is yeah, what happens. I, mean, I would. I would suggest based on you know the, the fact that the the son Jerry, uh, you know, he ended up being kind of the hero of the movie, I guess. And, you know, it's obviously horrible that she would, I guess I'm getting into political territory. I don't, I don't want to, well, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to get to political territory. Believe me. I'm just, I really, I just, I think it's, I think it's more pro-life that she shouldn't have, you know, you know, if she hadn't have tried to have this abortion, this guy, this, you know, horrific creature wouldn't have been a horrific creature, I guess. Well, and, that, and that's, and that's what I'm getting at. Like, you know, we're going to spoiler territory, but everyone dies in the end. 
like it's and except for the baby the baby at the end is the only thing that lives so it's kind of an inverse uh in a lot of ways it's it's exactly an inverse of abortion right like everyone else died and the baby lived and i i just wondered like what was the intent of the filmmaker because then there's other you know like krampus was saying there's other weird things like the (laughs) the gay priest that's in the closet um I don't know. There's a lot of weird stuff because it's it seemed like they're kind of attacking religion on one hand, yeah. but 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 then also being very pro-life. And usually those things go kind of hand in hand in a more conservative setting. And I just I wondered what is the message that they're trying to get across, you know. But again, I again, I ask all that because I really was digging the movie like I, you, you said the villain wasn't creepy. The part where he was reading his letter and they're like, you shouldn't you save this for your family? And he's like, yes. And he kept reading. I was like. Oh, like, I was like, that's awesome. That's a good line. I think it's interesting that they're all wearing sweaters talking about how cold it is, but they're in Australia. I did wonder that because it's <laughs> their summertime during Christmas. Like what? Yes. They would come inside and say, come inside. It's cold. It's like, no, it's not. Like it's summer. <laughs> well, was it even filmed in Australia? I think so. But that's another thing too. Like everyone had Australian accents except for the mom and her, I guess, brother. Um, yes, I really, I don't understand that. So, I yeah, I, I guess it's possible that your parents could have different accents and you've got only one accent from the father and he's dead. But <laughs> I I don't really, I don't really know how that works. Like, I, I don't know. It, it seemed like a stretch just to get an American actress in there. But she, yeah. D. Wallace produced it too. But it was also produced like by, um, I think, I think the director is Australian. So it seemed like... Yeah. Yeah, D. Wallace producing it, and you got Australian people producing it. It seemed like this is like she's probably like I can't do an Australian accent, but I'm gonna, I want to be in the movie. I don't know, um, but I think they were all on the medicinal marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> well, I that's bad, Krampus. You better punish them this Christmas. That's right. Is that? Oh, I punish them. Definitely punish them for making the movie. <laughs> I like the movie. Oh. Uh, one thing, one last thing I was going to mention is that the the setting of Christmas in some of these movies, including Red Christmas, just seems almost incidental. Like the fact that it's Christmas isn't that important to to any of the actual yeah. plot or motivation of the characters. Do you consider Die Hard a Christmas movie? Um, that's the no. controversial thing right now. I wouldn't say controversial, but I do see it well, on Facebook. It's Facebook controversial for what that's based worth. on my point based on my comment right now it would not be a Christmas movie because like I mean just just because it's based during Christmas doesn't make it a movie about Christmas this is a movie about an abortion that shouldn't have happened and he grew up and he's now attacking the family and you know it could have taken place during Easter or March 7th or whatever <laughs> Easter would have been interesting if you wanted to do a religious commentary on <laughs> yeah uh, raising the dead or something. Well, and now you mention it. The boy, what, was the, what was the killer's name? He he came to be their friend and then in about five minutes decided to kill them all. <laughs> <laughs> well, so it's that was... Why the character arc? Was, did, he, did he come there to be their friend or was he going to kill them regardless? Or did he only kill them because they kicked him out? I thought he came in in peace and in love, and he's making amends with his letter. Yeah, but he'd already no, 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 no. no. He, he'd already they, he already killed that one guy randomly. He killed the one guy, so we know he's he's sociopathic. 
but then they throw him out because they think he's a protester, an, you know, a pro-lifer who's come just to, to bother her and looked into her past. And so they threw him out. And because of into that, into the cold, into the cold, yeah, into the, the freezing of Australia. <laughs> and because of that expulsion, you know, he got so angry and, you know, that's the one thing he wanted was to be accepted. And it, it, that's, that's the opposite of what they gave him. Yeah. Well, it's a story for the ages. All right. <laughs> A tale as old as time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Krampus, what's the what's the next movie that you watched? I I think I'm going to tap out. I I have uh, I have many things to prepare for the Krampus knock. So uh, I say good night to you all. Okay, you're yeah, not even going to talk about the movie Krampus. That's oh, that's. Do I have to? <laughs> do, well, just real quick, do, do you do you like the movie Krampus? Nine it was it... terrible. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, Krampus, well, it was good talking to you. We we got some of our questions answered, some we didn't hear, but that's all right. Krampus, always a pleasure. We will fix it in post. <laughs> I don't know that we can. <laughs> Merry Christmas, oh happy holidays. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Well, let's uh, let's do talk about Krampus now that we're on the topic. Or do you want to? Oh, do you want to do that one, or do you want to start back at the top and go through it? No, we can. We, we can. We can do Krampus. Then okay, we'll okay. go back and fill in the holes. All right. This is your movie, um, Mark. Yeah, it was my movie. Uh, did you have you seen it, Kelly? No, I haven't. <clears throat> and you watch it, right, Charles? I did, yeah. So this movie I was really excited about watching because I, I had wanted to see it as, as soon as it came out. I never got to see it in theaters, and I just never watched it uh, until the podcast. So I was really excited to watch it because uh, I like uh, I like all the actors that are in it. And I, what I was expecting was more of a like Shaun of the Dead-type vibe where it's horror but also really funny uh, because of the actor's and it was not that. Like, there were a few moments that were a little bit slapstick. And they really struck the right horror tone. Um, I loved all the practical effects. I loved all of the uh, monster characters that are little minions of Krampus. But overall, I did not enjoy watching this movie in terms of, a like, a story. Can you read um, the synopsis real quick? Yeah, I'll read the synopsis. A torn family come together for the holidays, but they're so busy fighting that they've lost the holiday spirit. When a boy writes a letter to Santa but gets mad and rips it up, he summons something much worse. Now they will have to make amends and stay together and fight for their lives. Their faith is at stake. Bum, bum, bum. It's the most wonderful time of the year. With the kids jingle bells. Merry Christmas! Looks like Martha Stewart threw up in here. This is delicious, honey. A little dry. Well, mine's delicious. Mine's dry. Do you want to trade? It's, the it's Christmas. It's Christmas. It's Christmas. survive Christmas with 12 people stuck in a house with no heat and no electricity. Or food. There's plenty of leftovers, Howard. Beer it is. It's the weirdest thing. There's no cars, no people. How long can this keep up?
something on the roof. What the hell is this? Saint Nicholas is not coming this year. Instead, a much darker ancient spirit. Those are hooves. Elk or goat? What kind of goat walks on its hind legs? His name is Krampus. He and his helpers did not come to give, but to take. Everybody, hold on to each other. He is the shadow of St. Nicholas. So, I, I mean, I got like the, they come together as a result of this trauma, but there wasn't enough of that. And, and there wasn't really a hero in this movie. Like the boy was supposed to be the hero, I think. Uh, but he never really had much, play, rum, much room to grow, I don't think. Um, well, yeah, but he was kind of proven right. Because um, I, I think he lost his like Christmas faith and was able to grow it back. That was kind of his journey. Uh, yeah, kind of. You know what I don't though? Know if I... I, I, but I, I, I like this movie. <laughs> I don't know. I'm hopeful too, I guess with you guys. Um, but no, I, I, th- this movie, I thought there was some really, really good, clever moments. I thought it was a good blend of comedy and horror. Um, the, I, I, I don't know. Like I, 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 you're right. There's not like one main main character, but I would say if it had to be one, it would be the boy, like in his journey. But I guess you're not. You don't see it that way, Mark. Well, I saw I saw that coming through, but I just didn't think it came through successfully. So at the end, he decides to like sacrifice himself because the grandmother's storyline. Uh, this was kind of like a repeat of what happened to her, and he broke that cycle. Um, like she was left to tell the story and she was left with her freedom back in the day when her, when all of her family and, and uh, I guess it was during World War II, it seemed like, or World War One, everybody lost their Christmas spirit and Krampus came and left her. And so in this movie, that's what's about to happen to the boy, but he decides to go back and say, no, like I reject you leaving me behind and he gets taken as well. And they all end up in a little snow globe and Krampus's, you know, cave or wherever yeah so that's kind of like a they're all in that purgatory forever yeah which is not very it's not a very satisfying ending i guess no I and I, was, I was a little confused funny, by but... it well I, I, I was actually kind of thinking if they just ended it with him getting the little ornament that said krampus on it and just being dark and him getting the exact same treatment his grandmother had gotten yeah that would have been interesting but the way it was i was a little confused on the ending so they they all knew it was Krampus. Like they all. Yeah. 
I mean, they're all just in like a purgatory in Kramp within Krampus's. But they all know cave. about it. That's what it seemed like because yeah. they all looked at each other when yeah. they saw the bill. But uh, I think my analysis would be that they put too many eggs in the horror basket and not enough in the like the humor or like keeping it light. Because I think I think that's what they were going for. Like I think they really wanted to make a horror movie first and foremost. With elements of comedy, but that it just didn't, it just didn't work for me. It was kind of weird too. Some of the scenes, some of the scenes had like a frying pan sound effect, where they had like kind of wonky sound effects. Yeah, like when the the ant got pulled out of the window. Yeah. Like shoom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it was weird. It was like it was at, I don't know. It was out of place. And it, so it ended up. Who's the who's the actress that she reminds me of Kathy Bates, but it's not Kathy Bates. That plays That's the played, ant. Yeah, that played the grumpy aunt. I can't think like of her she, name. She's on Two and a Half Men, though, or she was. Yeah. She, she was had a name. bunch of like little one-liners that that would have been funny if it had been more of a comedic tone throughout, but I don't know. See, it's interesting you're saying it's too much horror. Like, I was actually wondering, is this movie watered down um, because it's PG-13? Um, which, if I'm not mistaken, is it is it the only PG-13 movie on our list? Probably. Um, so, well, except for <laughs> night before, Nightmare Before Christmas, but yeah. Um, but I just wondered: is it watered down? Like, it's an interesting choice that it was PG thirteen. Um, I think it was as dark as it could be. It's not as gruesome or gory. Yeah, I thought it was very dark and very creepy. And like you said, I like the effects of it. Some of it reminded me of Poltergeist, um, especially like the clown that's eating the children. Yeah, that was a I mean, cool they, scene. They definitely got the right special effects guys. The right practical effects the right props uh i just think there's some i think there's just like a special special sauce that was just missing from this for me i don't know what it is i i um i like the director michael doherty um he also directed trick-or-treat which is one i keep wanting to add to our 31 days of horror but um i haven't done it yet so um hopefully soon um but anyway so he's very very stylish um director i, I like his style um well it's interesting looking at his some of his other movies like superman returns yeah he wrote that i also didn't like you know i did in x-men 2 <coughs> see I've, i like all of those those are, those are he wrote those two those are um interesting enough those are both from brian singer directed those two um so maybe you don't like brian singer i don't know but um yeah i yeah. I, I uh this was probably the second scariest one on our list, I thought, after um, the Christmas Horror Story. All right. You mean... Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to make a joke. Oh, go ahead. Like, it, don't, it, don't you mean Red Christmas is scariest? I like Red Christmas. I just thought, it's not the scariest one, but I thought there were some creepy moments. Um, all right. So do you want to start back at the top of um, the list and let's try to rein <laughs> this chaotic mess in? Regroup after Krampus's visit. Yes. All right. December thirteenth, Black Christmas from nineteen seventy four. Go. All right. Yes. Give us okay. that synopsis. Okay, we'll do. This is not very uh, comprehensive, but <laughs> per IMDb, during their Christmas break, a group of sorority girls are stalked by a stranger. So. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah, that's all. It, that's all it says. Okay, you weren't kidding. Okay. Yeah, that's it was pretty sparse. A high school girl's been murdered. Mr. Harrison's daughter is missing, 
And now at the house where she lives, the other girls are getting obscene phone calls. Yeah, what I've done is I've tapped this phone so that when it rings, it'll ring at the station house, too. There was a little girl murdered over in the park tonight. Yes, I heard. Your phone's ringing. Terminal 55. Remember those idyllic scenes out of your childhood? Crisp winter nights, star bright, sleigh bells, crackling yule logs, candlelight glistening off of shimmering Christmas trees, chestnuts roasting over open fires, carolers beneath snow-covered window ledges. Remember those. Remember them well. After Black Christmas, they'll never be the same again. Black Christmas, starring Olivia Hussey, Keir Dulay, Margot Kidder, and starring John Saxon as Lieutenant Fuller. If this movie doesn't make your skin crawl, it's on too tight. I, I loved this movie. Me too. Um, this was, Charles, you... I, you had you had been talking this up for a couple of years now. When was it last year or the year before that you watched it for thirty one days? I can't remember before. actually, but it, it's yeah, it's really good. But you talked about it, and I wanted to watch it then, and it was on my list for such a long time. So I'm really glad I finally watched it. Um, it was awesome. Like so, it stars Olivia Hussey and <laughs> the often inebriated Margot Kidder. She's really good in it, though. She's really good. Like everybody's good. There's um. I don't necessarily know the, the other people in it aren't names that stick out to me. I don't know if they just, this is a Canadian film. So I don't know if maybe they were more, you know, popular on the Canadian cinema circuit, but they weren't, but, but yeah, I thought everybody was great. The, the, the house, the matron was, was good. I liked her. I'm blanking on her name right now, but Oh, Mrs. Mack. When John Saxon, he plays the Lieutenant um, in it, the, the police guy but he he's the um father in nightmare on elm street um so uh, okay but anyway um i i really like this movie a lot um i, I you it, know it's one that it's one that people overlook i think it often gets forgotten it it predates halloween by a few years and it's kind of one of the first slasher movies um yeah uh, you know we've talked about that a lot exactly what the 
what the first one is is hard to say. I still think Halloween kind of perfected the formula, but this one is very good. And creepy. It, it, it does a lot with very little budget. Like, it, it's, it's low budget. They don't, I mean... Yeah, I mean, it's very, it's surprisingly effective for how few bells and whistles are in, go into it, well, you know? And, and nobody does anything that, like, annoys you or, um, you know, like, they, there's there's none of the, like, slasher tropes, really, um, right. that I like. I, 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 I think that's a really good aspect of it. it. What happens feels like it could actually happen. Yes, and that, I would agree. You know, and the, and you know the calls are coming from inside the house. Um, all that stuff. It's just, it just works. Um, it's again, it's. I know it takes place during Christmas, but this doesn't really feel like a Christmas movie. Um, but, uh, I I still really really enjoy it. Same, and and it it was pretty progressive. I feel like, um, because, yeah. you know, again she. Um, Olivia Hussey's character is pregnant by her boyfriend and there's this whole sequence where you think he might be the killer because she's planning to abort yeah. his baby and he's not not okay with that and um yeah that yeah. scene where she's in the the basement thing and the looking out the windows and stuff and, and thinks he's coming in after her yeah it's good stuff it really is it's uh, uh is it Bob Clark the director he yes. directed uh Porky's um and a christmas story and a christmas story yeah <laughs> um yeah i i don't i really i feel like he was in i'm looking about baby geniuses too we'll forget about that one but um <laughs> baby geniuses i don't know if he directed both of them or not anyway but anyway i feel like he's kind of underrated this is again the when you're talking about in the early 70s like this and making this kind of slasher movie I just don't think it gets talked about enough. Um, no. And that really bothers me because um, it, it pretty much like we were talking about before, you got Psycho in 1960 and you got Halloween in 1978. And a lot of movies happening in between that really shaped that formula too. Um, so credit where credit's due. Um, Absolutely. And, and they, you know, they I, you can feel the influence that this had on Halloween. Mm -hmm. And they took... It was such a, I mean, was it the first one to do the, you know, the final girl right. methodology? And then what else? The, the, this is a little bit spoiler, just a tiny bit, but, um, the, one of the first, I think I read somewhere that this was the first one where the, the first slasher where we don't know the killer's identity, even at the end. And that contributes to the creepiness. Like that last scene was really creepy. And all the times during the, the phone calls, the obscene phone calls, um, we didn't really talk about this because the synopsis was terrible, but <laughs> kind of the, the premise of the movie is these sorority girls are living in this house and they're out for Christmas break and they start getting these obscene phone calls. Um, and they are really disturbing. They like, are. I, creep the heck out of me. I read somewhere that the, uh, the guy who voiced those calls did it upside down so that all the blood was rushing to his head and his like, a compression on his neck and so his voice sounded really like extra creepy and ugh. and uh the remake is nowhere near as good it's so don't don't bother with that all right let's move on to did, the next one. Oh, go ahead you got did a well i was gonna ask did y'all do 
a review of this on one of the episodes before I took over. Yeah, my we did it for 31 Days of Horror. Yeah, okay. not, not a podcast episode, Mark. Um, okay. Some I thought it was a podcast episode. Nope. But the next one on the list um, we talked about, um, which is Silent Night, Deadly Night from 1984. We talked about it when we talked about part two. Um, let me give you the synopsis here. Um, after his parents are murdered, a tormented teenager goes on a murderous rampage dressed as Santa due to his stay at an orphanage where he was abused by the mother's superior. It was the night before Christmas when all through the house not a creature was stirring not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care in hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there. Either one of you seen this one? No. I, wow. I've seen two, not the original. All right. Well, if you've seen two, you've seen the original. Um, yeah, exactly. Uh, so basically, as I was talking about earlier when Krampus was here, um, this was a very <laughs> controversial movie um, because you had Santa Claus um, as portrayed as a serial killer. And you had in all their marketing, you know, there's the famous poster where – the, the Santa's arm is coming out of the chimney holding an, an axe. Um, people everywhere thought it was, you know, too much, too much to, for the kids and all that. Um, and there's, you know, the speculation, would this, would this movie be popular now, if not for all that controversy? Um, I don't know. Um, it's a pretty good movie. I, 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 it's not like my favorite slasher movie, but I think it's pretty good. Part of it is that it takes a while to get going um, because you have this whole prologue with the parents and he, you know, they go, they go to a, um, you know, a, a senior home and there he gets to see his grandfather's grandfather never speaks. But the minute the parents like walk out of the room, he speaks to the grandchild and tells him about Santa Claus and Santa Claus is watching and you can't be naughty. Um, and then, and then on the drive home, the parents, you know, they see, a guy dressed as Santa Claus on the side of the road with a flat tire or something wrong with his car. And they decide to be good Samaritans, pull over and help him. And that Santa ends up robbing them and shooting them and killing them. And the little boy, Billy is able to run out and get away. Um, when we, yeah. And, uh, we'll talk more, you know, in silent night, deadly night too. But, um, cause his brother Ricky is also in the car. Uh, but, uh, so like I was saying in the, in the, um, 
the synopsis, he goes to stay at an orphanage, and the mother superior doesn't want him to... Uh, she doesn't let him deal with that in a healthy way, and he freaks out anytime Christmas comes around. He does not like Santa Claus. Um, and this makes up a big part of the movie. He's punished often and, you know, beat by her. Um, I would say it's at least half the movie is this all this setup. And then finally you get to where he's, uh, you know, out of the orphanage now working in a store and he, he's at a, um, it's their Christmas party. And one of the, one of the coworkers gets drunk and, and, uh, and they're nearly, they're nearly raped and he saves her, but she's not grateful because he actually, he incident, he accidentally kills the guy that was going to rape her and she's not grateful and she freaks out. So he kills her too. And that's kind of the moment where he he snaps and he's going on this rampage because now he's not sure like what he's doing. So he's basically going around killing people he thinks are being naughty. Um, and you know, so like that that's the movie in a nutshell. And he's going on a rampage to ultimately attack Mother Superior at the orphanage. Again, it's an interesting movie. I I it's not one of my favorites as I said, but I I think it's pretty good. I I don't know. Again, I think the outrage is what sparked the curiosity. Um, but I think it's pretty good. It's become somewhat of a cult movie. Um, I actually... My wife got me that last year as a gift because it came out. that There's a special edition. They restored it for Blu-ray. Um, Alright, let's move on to the next one, which is the sequel. Silent Night, Deadly Night 2 um, from 1987. This is Kelly. So, Kelly, do you have a synopsis? I do. <clears throat> Okay, the now-adult Ricky, brother of Billy, uh, talks to a psychiatrist about how he became a murderer after his brother, Billy, died, which leads back to Mother Superior. The nightmare began with Silent Night, Deadly Night. Need a ride, Santa Claus? Well, no, not exactly. But it isn't over yet. In fact... The ultimate nightmare is about to begin all over again. Silent Night, Deadly Night, Part 2. All Ricky ever wanted was a little kindness. Very, very naughty. And all he ever got was pain. revenge and this time garbage day he's going to get step by step weapon by weapon victim by victim Terrorist coming home, and he's all grown up. Silent Night, Deadly Night, Part 2. I've got a present for you! The terrifying suspense shocker you've been waiting for. <laughs> Last time it threw you. This time. Bingo! It'll kill you. Silent Night Releasing Corporation presents. Silent Night, Deadly Night, Part 2. 
And that actually makes a lot more sense, like not having seen the first one. Because I remember when we the, when we originally watched this part two and reviewed it for the podcast, I was like, what is his obsession with the Mother Superior? Like, how does, what, what's the deal with her face? It looks like acid got burned on it. <laughs> um, this is a crazy movie. I, I, I can't compare how it is to the first one, obviously, but this this was one of the first... What did we, we did we reviewed this in our first year of doing the podcast. Didn't this was we? episode three. This was my first genre slasher movies. Oh um, my gosh, that's right. Okay, so so we had this was sorry, my we, ugly. This was my ugly pick for a slasher, by the way. Yes. See, this is and, the, this is the movie I was thinking about when I asked about if y'all did one for the podcast. And this was this was the, when we were still kind of hammering out the concept of what an ugly movie was. This, <laughs> This broke the mold, I think, because it's so ridiculous. The the guy, well, let me see, Eric Freeman, yes, who plays Ricky, his eyebrows are out of control. He raises them and lifts them like, I mean, you can't see my face right now, obviously, Mark and, and uh, <laughs> Charles can, but yeah, his eyebrows raise and lift like a caterpillar every single time he says something, and it is so distracting that you. That's can't good acting, focus. Kelly. That's just good acting. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and and that's the thing. Like, so I I said um, we we were talking about it being an ugly movie, and we we're talking about all that stuff. Um, I one of the things I was talking about was that it's almost like they ran out of money <clears throat> because the movie is a good forty five minute recap of the first movie. It's just yeah. flashbacks to the first movie where they show the same footage over and <laughs> and it's like, what are they doing? And I They're and one of the things the I said back there, watching. yeah, yeah, they go to a movie. He goes, Ricky goes on a date, and he goes and he's watching the first movie in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> but one of the things that I, because I, I, I re listened to what we were talking about in the in episode three, and I acted like, oh, well, I didn't act like I was saying that it didn't seem like they tied in Ricky. I didn't remember Ricky being a character in the first movie, um, but he was. He was a baby in the car. And he was at the orphanage, and at the end of the first movie, um, after um, after Billy is shot, um, the at the axe that um, Billy was going to kill Mother Superior with kind of falls out, and the camera kind of pans up with Ricky looking down at the axe. So they set it up nicely for the sequel. So I'm giving I'm giving them more credit than I originally did. Um, however, the like I said before, if if you were a if you were a fan of the first movie. And you go to support the second one, and you're in the theater, <laughs> and 45 minutes are just the first movie. And the new ones, the the new short, brief things that they did shoot or are horrifically bad. Yeah. Um, it, it, <laughs> what would you think? What would you feel? Because um, we didn't even talk about... Some of you may have seen that meme online or the video clip where the guy is like, garbage day, and he's going around yes. shooting people. That's from this movie. He literally goes on a rampage down some random street, and the and, and a guy a guy happens to be taking his garbage out, and and Ricky shoots him. Garbage day, <laughs> and, then he, and then he's like, garbage day, and starts shooting up everybody, and it's ridiculous. There are all kinds of insane murders that happened in this movie. Like at one point, he stabs someone with an umbrella and then opens it through the back of them <laughs> oh yeah rain. And it's just like, that that rain. one was in red christmas too they did that in red yes christmas. they did they did yes it's but, just 
it is it's it's hilariously bad is what it is well and and, and um the, I, actually my friend it just came out on special edition blu-ray this year and my friend got that me for got it for me for christmas so i'm, I, I'm pretty gel yeah i i said I, I think i said both of you pictures of it it's a pretty funny picture um <laughs> naughty naughty <laughs> you know they actually um they made at least two more movies in this series i think maybe even three more i haven't seen them though wow um, we so. need to we need to review those. They're going to reveal there were more children that were affected. Like, he had a sister as well. I don't know. But um, anyway. All right. So, it's still... I still think it's... I'm still proud of my pick for it. For being an ugly slasher film. I still stand by that. That was a good pick. I... How... <laughs> looking back, that was that was an excellent... That's one of my favorite ugly movies that we reviewed in the entire time we've been doing it's, it's, this. So, because rewatching it now, I was like, yes, okay. Was like, cause, yeah. Because sometimes like I think it. that I was a little too harsh. Like, by the way, I would love to go back and redo my um, Wes Craven picks. Because I don't feel like I was fair. And I don't feel like they I would pick the same movies. Um, but, having said that, my slasher one I'm pretty happy about. I because <laughs> Halloween Resurrection is pretty bad, and Halloween. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, so real quick before we move on, I just wanted to because I'm I'm on IMDb still and I'm looking. I pulled up the the synopsis for Silent Night, Deadly Night Part Three, Heck and yeah. <laughs> it, it says the comatose Ricky Caldwell reawakens and begins to stalk a blind woman with whom he shares a psychic <laughs> connection. <laughs> Is it is he played by uh, Eric Freeman again? Let's see. That's the actor, right? From part two. Yeah. Um, I'm finding out. Um, it does not look like it. Um, he's played by Bill Mosley in this one. Oh, Bill Mosley is. Uh, hold on, Bill Mosley's from uh, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Wow. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. Yep. Chop Top Sawyer. Yeah. And um, let me see. There's a fourth one, too. Let me see if he plays him in that. Um, oh, there's yet another actor change in the fourth one. Uh, Ricky's played by Clint Howard. Ron Howard's brother? Um, let's see. Um, no way. It's Ron Howard's brother. I, I don't know. I can't see that. I don't know if he is or not, but... Let me look it up because Ron, because he is, he, he he pops up in a lot of these uh, cheesy movies. <laughs> so I would not be surprised if it it is. It's Ron Howard's brother. It really is. I'm looking at it. Right wow. Now. <laughs> um. Interesting. Because remember, okay. he was in that well, he was in that uh, zombie movie we watched. Uh, what was it? Um, oh, the video game one. The, yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um. What was that called? <laughs> oh, it was terrible. Yeah, that was really bad. You've been in a bunch of stuff. Final. Don't no death. Death house. Death no. House of the Dead. House. Yeah. yeah. House of the Dead. Yeah. yeah, yeah. House of the Dead. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So now, let's move it up to uh, Nightmare Nightmare Before Before Christmas. Christmas. I almost said the Nightmare on Elm Street. This is yours, Mark. Nineteen ninety three. That's right. Jack Skellington, the Pumpkin King of Halloween Town, decides to spread Christmas joy to the world. But his well-meaning mission unwittingly puts Santa Claus in jeopardy and creates a nightmare for all good little boys and girls everywhere. Who will save Christmas? Bum ba da bum bum bum. 
Welcome to an extraordinary world filled with magic and wonder. Open your mind and let yourself go to a place where every day is Halloween and every night Jack Skellington I am the Pumpkin King! Dreams of something different. What is this? It's someplace new. Jack, look out! What's this? What's this? There's color everywhere. What's this? There's white things in the air. What's this? I can't believe my eyes. I must be dreaming. Wake up, Jack. Was this a trap? What is this? Haven't you heard of peace on Earth and goodwill toward men? Touchstone Pictures presents the enchanting story of two very special dreamers and the holiday spirit that brought them together. From the imagination of Tim Burton comes The Nightmare Before Christmas. And what did Santa bring you, honey? Uh, so, obviously, a great movie directed by Tim Burton, put on by Disney. Ah, it's, uh, that's, it's not actually a Tim Burton movie. He didn't direct it, believe it or not. What? It's Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas. It is, but it, it's he didn't direct it. Did I say directed? Yeah. And oh, I, okay. And the only reason, I, I, I wouldn't normally even correct anyone on that, but in this movie, I feel like it's kind of a contentious point. Like, it's, uh, because, it is, it, was it Mark, what's his name? Mark Henry Selleck directed and, it. Yeah, that's right. And and it and he if you read some of the comments, like he acts like Tim Burton wasn't there much at all because Tim Burton was working on. Um, I know he was like working on Ed Wood and uh, maybe Batman Returns around the same time frame. Um, it was his story, and I believe he produced part of it. But um, it's kind of that weird blend, like because everybody seems to think this is a Tim Burton movie. No one remembers yeah. the director. Anyway, go ahead. Well, because, I mean, that's how they publicize it. Like, on the DVD cover, it says Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas. Right, I agree. And even in the title, when you watch it, it's it, Tim Burton's, yeah. you know, the, it, it's really interesting the way they did that. I don't feel like the director gets his credit. They were probably just cashing in on Tim Burton's popularity at the time. But Yeah. Anyway. Well, I'm glad you told me that, because I did not know that. Regardless, it's a great movie. Holiday classic. They also have you seen it? Kelly? Like they also really. You, successfully... you seem like you haven't seen it. I I have. It's been a long time. I yeah. I couldn't really contribute that much, but. Well, what's your what's your memory of it? Uh, I I honestly I don't I don't really I didn't really love it. Um... See, that's how I felt too. But going back and watching it again, I I really liked it as an adult. I I had kind of watched it only like in high school, and so. Going back now and watching, it's actually quite good. Yeah, I've always been kind of mixed about it. I don't know why. Um, it's I I like it, and I and and I really appreciate the animation style. I love the style of it. Um, I I so it's just a little too weird, and I and I, it's too short of a movie. It just kind of happens really quickly. Like it just everything kind of moves along. Boom, 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 boom. Because, I mean, it's really, like, a little over an hour long. So you mean it has good pacing? No, I mean, I, I feel like there's a lot of scenes that, like, could have filled it out more. That So you mean it wasn't drawn out? Enough. You see what I'm doing here? I do. I see what you're, I see what you're doing. I do. But, but, like, I mean, seriously, like, when he... 
like one of the questions I have is like when he when Jack is coming back um to Halloween Town, how does he know that Santa and uh I forget her name, the main woman's name, Sally. Sally? Yeah, how does he know that Santa and Sally are at Oogie Boogie's place? Like he just immediately goes there. That's kind of always bugged me. It feels like there's like scenes missing and then uh I don't know, I just I didn't feel like there was enough of of I feel like every scene could have been padded out more. Now I realize it's probably part of it has to do with the animation style, which is again absolutely beautiful. I just I feel like I wanted a little more out of everything. They didn't show the mad scientist, like they didn't show his the mate that he made. They didn't really show her much at all. Yeah. It was like yeah, one not, quick not thing. Went... Yeah, you're right about that. Because they really, they really hit hard on that with the Sally and the mad scientist at the beginning, and then nothing much ever came of that conflict between them. Right. She kind of runs away, and then he's okay with it because he created his own bride. Right. Yeah, I agree with that. There's just a few things like that. Like I just, I feel like I wanted more, and I read that there was originally talks of doing a sequel, but I, I don't know. But I, it might, it might expand it more. I would be open for seeing some other variations of this. Actually, I really like um, the... Have you seen Frankenweenie? Yeah. I like Frankenweenie probably more, which I know is probably not a popular opinion, but... Um, well, it's got a lot of throwbacks to, like, classic movies and stuff. Right, right. I um, can see why you'd like it. Yeah, yeah. It just I feel like the, the pacing and story were better on that one. Um, but this... You're right. This is a classic, and uh, a lot of classic imagery in the music. The music is great, by the way. Yeah. Um it really is um um especially the, the Jacks uh, what's this? What's this? Yeah. Is that all we have to say about that one? Are we uh, moving on? I guess so. Yeah. Cool. Anything else? I mean, Mark, I don't didn't mean to hijack it. No. No. No problem, man. I'm I'm fine. Cool. Uh <laughs> great. I'm glad I, glad I can't see you. Um, um all right, Kelly. So, uh as you can tell that we we divided up this list as I was saying earlier, this was originally gonna be like written reviews and it was gonna be twelve days of Christmas horror. Um but we didn't do that. But we had already divided up the movies, so some of us obviously watched some movies and some watched other movies and there's very little overlap. In the case of the next movie, Santa Claus from nineteen ninety six, I thought I'd watched every movie on this list, and then I realized I had not watched this one. So that leaves only Kelly having watched you this. your monologue, Kelly? And she she was very upset when I told her that today, <laughs> that I left that one off my list by accident. Um, so, um, take it away, Kelly. Okay, yes. I am... I have no words for this. This gives me a case of the I can't evens. And I... <laughs> I can't believe, Charles, of all the movies. You tr- you tried so hard to watch every single one, and I can't believe that this was the only one that fell off the radar. Because It was an accident. It really was. It's Part I... of it is because I, I must have mixed it up with Santa's Sleigh, which, <laughs> which I did watch. I didn't realize we had another movie. Yes. <laughs> Here's my problem with this. I Well, for one thing, I'm sad that I had to watch this and no one else had to watch this because <laughs> it was so bad. But... Uh, you, after all the times, we have sat and talked and you've been like, Teen Witch is a porn. Oh, Miracle on 34th Street, that's a porn. Like, you've been <laughs> wait, 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 porn. Wait. And this 
Whatever. I never said of that. Course. When did I? When did I say Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street was a porn? You didn't. I'm just exaggerating okay. to prove my point that like somehow you always read that into these movies, and what yet you, this movie. You picked one movie that I said that about <laughs> out of out of like five years of doing these episodes. One movie, and it did seem like a porn. I stand by that. Well, then I shudder to think what you would think if you saw this movie, because it's, uh, 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 wow. Uh, so, okay. And I uh, said I'm... it was a porn without the porn, is what I said. Is this... <laughs> well, this one was a porn with the porn, so. <laughs> <laughs> All okay. right. Santa Claus. All right. So, a B, a B horror movie actress is stalked by a deranged fan bent on claiming her for himself. Santa Claus. Well, okay, here's the thing. I don't know what it has to do with being a horror movie actress. Like they say that she is and it's like talked about like oh she's but but they show extensive clips of her quote unquote at work and they're just it's I mean it's like shots from porn like her and her other uh you know, castmates are wearing like skimpy Santa clothes. Like, like it's, it's, this is occurring at Christmas time. And so they're wearing, you know, like red little bikinis and underwear with fuzzy, like white trimming around it, like nowhere in it. And they refer to themselves as horror actresses, but, but there's no horror that's happening. Like there's no horror script. There's no monsters. There's no nothing. It's just like sexy music playing and then like... So do they these are they show clips? Do they show like the making of these movies or do they just literally show clips from the movie like like in flashback it's, almost? It's like, so we're seeing the cameraman operate and like film it but so so it's, it's as if like what we're seeing is as if we're standing behind the cameraman. So you see him filming it and he's like, yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> work it work it give it to me and she's like all the all the women are like arriving around and sexy dancing for minutes at a time and this is like a pretty good chunk of the movie <coughs> these little five minute sections of them like slowly peeling their clothes off are you sure, are you, sure you watched the right movie yes i sadly i am sure that you, i because you make it sound like it's like a porn version of play misty for me or something like <laughs> it, it's honestly <laughs> That's not a bad comparison. <laughs> this is not, 
Oh my gosh, it's so, I cannot, I don't, I really, I'm struggling right now. So, okay, this, well, for one thing, the acting is absolutely atrocious. Where's Krampus when we need him? Right? I know, I, I'm, I, <laughs> I, I don't think this was really up Krampus's alley either, so. But it's, okay, so this woman, Raven Quinn is her name, and she this guy, this like kind of creepy guy who he in the beginning, like the way the movie opens up is him like as a young kid and his mom has married his uncle after his dad dies and he like catches them having sex. Oh, Hamlet style. <laughs> it, yeah, it is. And it's deep. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is a really deep film, guys. Um so he like pulls out a gun from the, the drawer, shoots him up, and then we, as he gets older, now he lives next door to Raven Quinn, who's the um, <clears throat> horror movie actress, and he's obsessed with her, and he has a shrine to her filled with candles and like all kinds of lascivious pictures taped to his mirror, and then he gets a mannequin of her delivered and like slow dances with it throughout the living room and kisses it and like fondles it and all kinds of things and he she has two kids and her marriage is kind of falling apart and so he kind of maneuvers himself into her life and starts babysitting her kids and I don't know how he I forget how he learns this but like some of the other actresses <laughs> at work are, are, are getting more attention in this upcoming horror film that we never see any kind of <laughs> I don't know, but it He's, like, is. crying laughing as he kills them. <laughs> oh, and he uses one of those, like, three-pronged gardening tools. What are they? Not trowels. Trident? Pitchfork. Pitchfork. Oh. Yeah, oh. I mean, you know what I'm talking about. Like, the three, the claws yeah, yeah, yeah. that you're supposed oh, to... Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, Krampus style. That's what he uses as his weapon of choice, and so I guess that's why it's called Santa Claus. But at the end of the movie, he... Um, Wait, is he dressed up as Santa at all? Not for most of it, but then by the end, it's getting to be Christmas season, and he sees a Santa, like a Salvation Army Santa, and he's like, hey, I really like your suit. Where'd you get that? And he directs him where he can get one, and so he goes in and buys one, and then he, I think he kills like the what? last per person wearing it. I, I expected him to kill the guy to get his suit. <laughs> no. He actually goes and buys him one. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Oh, I was 99% sure you were going to say kills him and takes the suit. That would have made more sense, I feel like. But no. And oh, and the other thing, Raven's husband is a um, photographer for all these movies. And so he's traveling around filming lots of naked ladies. And, <laughs> um, <laughs> and so Wayne, the killer, decide he's uh, of course upset about this because he loves raven deeply and madly and he's upset that her husband is looking at all these other kinds of naked ladies and he doesn't deserve her so yeah it's crazy i i charles uh, like, some some rainy day if you want to watch this i really would love to talk about it with you because i will I, watch it now <laughs> i feel bad that i didn't watch it that's okay. It's that's quite all right. But oh my goodness! Oh, I'm looking at the time so, here too. By the way, go ahead, Mark. Well, it's just funny to me that we're all worried about 
not being able to talk back and forth about this movie, but I think Kelly's description has been the best part of this episode so far. <laughs> Thank you, Mark. I, I want to go watch this movie now. It, it's something. It's a doozy. Um, who has watched uh, the next one, Jack Frost? Am I the only one? No, I watched it. I'm, I'm kind of excited to talk about it because it's... So so bad. Are we are we moving on? Uh, unless Kelly has something more to say, I'm just I'm looking at the time and like we've spent I don't know like an hour, almost an hour and a half now, and we still got a few movies left. <clears throat> anyway, you can you can fix it in post, right? <laughs> yeah, not a chance. Um, okay, uh, yeah. So Jack Frost, 1998. This is not the wait. Maybe I did look up the Michael Keaton movie. I looked up the Michael Keaton one by accident. Jack Frost, 1997. I was about to say, this is not the Michael Keaton movie from 98. I've seen that one. <laughs> this is... Yeah. Although, I wonder. It's kind of funny. They they call it a... Okay, anyway. Um, this is uh, 97. And the description, a synopsis says, After an accident that left murderer Jack Frost dead in genetic material, the vengeful killer returns as a murderous snowman to exact his revenge on the man who sent him to be executed. One cold night. Science and evil collide. Oh, yeah. Now, a serial killer is on the loose. We hadn't even tested the acid on an amoeba, let alone a human cell. This is a disaster. Look, I just saw something that doesn't belong in this world, and it's out there killing my friends. Now tell me what it is. Jack Frost. I think Jack's about to make an entrance. And he's giving cold-blooded a whole new meaning. Hey, Jack! What? You left the 710 split. Hell has just frozen over. Blow me. Jack Frost. Look, Ma! I'm a Picasso! This movie is the is got to be the worst on the list. Yeah, it's pretty uh, bad. In terms of acting, in terms of special effects, in terms of <laughs> like everything. So, so let me you just. You haven't talk. seen Santa Claus yet. It might give it a run for its money. I have the Mexican, the Mexican one. No, the one we were just talking about with the uh, oh Claus. Claus, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, the. <laughs> So the snowman suit, they, they almost never show it full body to begin with. Like, it's always close-ups of this really horribly, like, foam-shaped Santa suit. Does it look like snow at all? It doesn't look like snow. Clearly, it's just white foam. Uh, and and the action scenes, like, they, don't they like, cut away, and they don't even show him stabbing or, or, or anything. Like, it's a very quick cut. And... And awful, just bad, bad, bad. And he's got, so, he's got a bunch of bad one-liners too. He does. Um, I kind of like the actor who played the who played Jack Frost in the beginning. <laughs> I mean, really? he plays him throughout. Like it, it wasn't horrible. It was it was over the top. But it, you know, I could see him being a successful 
actor as a serial killer, like creepy. But so my other problem with this movie is that the sheriff of this small town is the one who's supposed to be like have the most conflict with this Jack Frost character. Uh, But all that happens was he catches him peeing on the side of the road. And and takes him in and like and and so Jack Frost says I'm gonna get you a copper you know it wasn't like he <laughs> shot him the the sheriff wasn't scarred by the experience but he just keeps having these flashbacks of Jack Frost screaming that he's gonna get him I'm like what what wow uh, well I don't know one of my favorite parts like so with the, the snowman the way it does he can melt and then that's how he can get through like doors and stuff because he melts is like a puddle of water pours into a room and then he freezes. Kind of. And and uh, one one of my favorite parts was when he's so all this like water is puddling into this room and they're all freaked out and they start shooting at the water. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Like, it's, like, it's so stupid. <laughs> and the but like the, the, the floor didn't even get damaged. It's like the bullets no. just I guess bounce yeah. off the water. I don't know. Yeah, there's a lot that goes on in this movie that's what? questionable. Like they don't even they don't even really uh, keep to the rules of him melting and stuff. He like sometimes he melts and reforms immediately. Sometimes it takes forever for him to be able to reform. Um, yeah, because he can pop up in that car. Like he takes forever to pour yeah, into the like car. Yeah, in like an instant. Uh, it was. It's just. And he's in just the backseat. <laughs> and at one point, he gets blown up and flies through the air, and he says, "I can see your house from up here." <laughs> Anyway, it's just, and they put him in an anti-frost bo- bottles at the end. Yeah, that's how they that's how they eventually get him as anti anti-freeze. Um, so, yeah, it, yeah, but they there, label him like, anti-frost and they bury it. They bury it, and then it starts bubbling at the end as if he's going to come back. I don't know why they thought. <laughs> there there is way. a sequel it's, though. Yeah, and I've seen part. I've, I think I've seen it a long time ago because it's. He figures out a way to go on like a summer vacation. Like he's, <laughs> oh my god! I think it's in like Miami or something. Oh, wow! Well, and, and the death sequences are are stupid and dumb too. The only the only kind of like cool gruesome one was the the mom in the tree. She like he like shoves an ornament in her mouth and then smashes her head into a box of ornaments and then wraps her. Like that was pretty gruesome. And they actually did some detail setting it up. But all the other deaths are really quick. Um, Oh, we got to talk about the bath scene. <laughs> oh, with no. uh, with what's her name? Uh, Elizabeth Shannon Elizabeth. Oh, yeah, she she played Nadia in American Pie and stuff. Um, <laughs> okay, so oh god, I don't want to. We have to talk about this. Okay, so, let's talk about it. At, at one point, she and her boyfriend are making out in the sheriff's house for some reason. They just decide to go there and and start making out. And she tells him that she's going to go like take a bath and that he should, Oh, he, he, she wants him to make a fire and a bottle of wine before they, you know, she's going to commit to having sex with him. And so she goes up and decides to take a bath for some reason. You know, I don't know how long she thinks he's going to take him to pour wine and start a fire, but she goes upstairs to take a bath. Jack Frost kills him, goes upstairs and forms in the bathtub. Oh. Like around her, and her hands are stuck inside of him, and he's like killing her by slamming her against the wall. <laughs> and it's this horribly awkward scene when you're watching it because you know it's just this guy in a huge foam suit, and meanwhile she's naked in this. Is I'm like, what is going on? Who thought this was a good idea? <laughs> uh, well, you, you gotta have a slash like. 
I get it. You always have like a, a slasher movie shower bath scene. I mean, they did kind of a similar thing in Nightmare on Elm Street when Freddy Krueger's glove comes up and all that. It's just, <laughs> it's just the execution in this movie is terrible. Oh, uh, horribly awkward, I would say. Yeah. Wow. That's. <sighs> that's. Right. <laughs> yeah. This movie's really bad. I, I don't know. I didn't see Santa Claus, Skelly, but this movie, I trust me when I say it. Like Mark said, it probably is the worst on the list. Uh, well, well, we'll reconvene about this. <laughs> okay. After, <No. laughs> after we've each seen the other. All right. All right. What's uh, up next? Oh, Santa's Santa sleigh. This is also Mark. Woo! All right. 2005. Oh, man. Guys, I'm so excited to talk about this movie. Bill Goldberg, <laughs> uh, the pro wrestler, stars in this movie. Uh, here's a little plot summary. Santa Claus is actually a demon who lost a bet with an angel, so he becomes the giver of toys and happiness. But when the bet is off, he returns to his evil ways. Grandpa, I want the truth about Christmas. If it's the truth you want, then it's the scary truth you're gonna have. According to the Book of Claus, Santa, Satan's only son, lost a bet and was forced to spread Christmas cheer. But now... All bets are off. Santa? Yes, there is a Santa Claus. Oh, ho, hoes. Santa Claus is not a myth or a legend. He's real. Only he's not bearing gifts and presents anymore. Christmas can sure scare the dickens out of people. He's scary yet educational. I'm just trying to spread a little yuletide fear. Are you saying Santa is offing everyone who's naughty and nice? Oh my God! Nicholas shot him! You shot Santa? <laughs> Run away! Santa's on the loose! This holiday season... Oh, oh, oh! Lock your doors. Bolt the windows. Oh, Grandpa got run over by a reindeer. Everyone stand back. Things are about to get a little messy. And block the chimney. Cause naughty or nice, Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa's sleigh. Go ahead, kid. Let's see what Santa got you. I hate children. Okay, this was my favorite movie that I've seen probably all year. Wow. <laughs> um, Wait, truthfully, straight up, or, or like in a kind of ironic way? Or... Maybe a little ironic, but I think like enjoying, I think this is, I think I got the most enjoyment out of this movie of any wow. movie this year. Because, did you watch it, Kelly? No, I haven't seen it. Oh, man, it is great. It is Bill Goldberg who plays <laughs> Demon Santa. And they actually got, like, a real buffalo to pull his sleigh. Did, did that not look amazing, Charles? It did. Well, and th- th- what I was surprised about this movie is how funny it is. It's genuinely funny. It's trying to be funny, and it is funny. Yeah. <laughs> that opening sequence is hilarious. Okay, yeah. Let me set the scene. 
James Kahn is the father. You have Chris Kattan, SNL uh, star, who's like this horrible, you know, stepson or boyfriend character. And then Fran, what's her name? Fran Drescher? Yeah. Fran Drescher is, is also in this scene. And just playing these horrible people who are at Christmas dinner and, you know, they're they're just being bad and catty and, con- and lots, lots of conflict. So Santa comes in the chimney and just takes them all out instantly. He sets Fran Drescher's hair on fire. She melts her skin off and then he like shoves her head in, I think, champagne or the ice bucket or something and uh, <laughs> stabs James Kahn's hands into the table and an apple into his mouth like the pig, like the roast pig. And I don't even, even remember how Chris Kattan dies, but wow, it was great. It's, it's, it's just like, like even cheesy one-liners, like he comes on the chimney and they're like Santa Claus and like. Her name is Virginia. So he's like, yes, Virginia, there is a Santa Claus. It's like, <laughs> like what? And then kills everybody. It is amazing. And then the whole movie is just him on this rampage. And Goldberg is amazing as, as the Santa Claus. My favorite, my favorite Christmas reference of the killing was him licking the candy cane until it was a sharp point <laughs> and shoving it through this guy's head. I was like, yeah, because everybody's done that. It's, everybody's licked a candy cane until it's like a sharp point. You're like, oh, this is actually kind of dangerous. Yep. What? Yeah. Oh, man. There's so many good... I mean, it is. It was consistently funny. Like, that. that's what I love. Like, it wasn't funny because it was poorly made. It was funny because they wanted it to be funny. Um, it had the exact right budget as well. Yeah. Uh, like, some of the special effects were actually quite good. Uh, like I, I mentioned, the buffalo in the sleigh, like yeah. you could tell it was CGI, or you could tell it was an effect when it was flying in the sky, but it was still looked really, really good because you could tell they got a live buffalo. Well, and like when know. they when they when he left it to be valet parked in it, yeah, and it comes back and it's like eating the guy, it spits out the valet hat. Yeah, <laughs> that cracked me up. Um, uh, and like, they, he, he goes into the strip club. <laughs> that was funny because they introduced the they introduced this uh, preacher. Who is played by um, Dave Thomas? Like a, uh, yeah, Dave Thomas. Who you know, he's been in a ton of stuff. What, what's he most known for? I'm trying to think. Uh, uh, God, he's well, he's been in a ton. Of, I mean, I'm trying to think what he's in. I know he's in Coneheads. Uh, just a comedian. You see him in a ton of different movies. Yeah. Anyway, so he plays this preacher who who is uh, who's not very godly. He takes all this money, and then after the church service, he goes to a strip club and spends it on that. And so Goldberg comes in and uh, and you know you know burns the place alive and kills everybody there. But the preacher lives, and I wondered why do they keep the preacher alive? That's kind of weird. And they kept like showing him throughout the movie, bringing him back. And so at the very end, they they uh, they blew up Santa's sleigh, and they find Santa's body impaled on a flagpole. But it ends up being this Dave Thomas character who was also dressed as Santa Claus for the for the choir in the day. I was like, oh, so that that's. Well, it's even funny when he's like, he's in church, like talking about the the poor strippers that died. Oh, yeah. He's trying to he's trying to make it seem like he has nothing to do with that, you know, that lifestyle or anything else. Yeah, he's, and like, he's like sweating he, as he was mentioning, you know, these poor people who were lost souls. Pray for them, and he's like he's like dabbing his forehead off, you know, because he's so nervous about having been there. Um, I will say the only problem I had with this movie though is the ending. Um. Because they kept it open for a sequel, and the kid, uh, you know, the kid says, "I think my saga is just beginning," or something yeah. like that. And, and Goldberg ends up in an airport next to some old lady wanting to go back to the North Pole. 
Um, which was kind of weird. Um, but speaking <laughs> of the per- protagonist, I like the main character, the plot line with him and his, his grandfather. Yeah, that was pretty being, cool. Yeah, he, you know, his grandfather ends up being the angel who made this bet with Krampus that, or with, uh, sorry, it wasn't Krampus, it was, it was actually Santa. Uh, oh, Satan's son. Yeah, Satan's son, because uh, every Christmas was a day of killing, and they wanted to, to he made this bet with, like, what's the, what's the sport, Charles? Uh, uh, curling? Yeah, no. curling. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that he could get the stone closest to the hole, and if, you know. So the angel wins and turns it into a hundred, a thousand years of, uh, of gift giving and toys. So, anyway, I just love the plot line, and. Yeah. I really, I really suggest people go out and watch this for a fun, <laughs> for a fun break from all the cheesy, feel goody <laughs> Christmas movies. Exactly. I, I really did enjoy it too, Mark. <laughs> You've piqued my interest. I'm going to have to check it out. At least yeah, the opening scene alone is pretty funny. It's just not what I was expecting. No. Yeah. Good Drescher. That came out of nowhere. <laughs> all right. Shall we move on? I think this is our last, our last pick, right? That yeah. we haven't already talked about. Uh, all through the house. Wow. This And neither one of you watched it, right? No, I watched it. Okay, good, good, good. Okay. So, uh, 2015, um, synopsis is a deranged mass Santa Slayer comes to town for some Yuletide terror. He leaves behind a bloody trail of mutilated bodies as he hunts his way to the front steps of the town's most feared and notorious home. My life was not the same when Jamie was taken from me. A pity. She could have been like you. You see, baby? They don't want to play with you. They ain't nothing but a bunch of naughty little children. Rachel, you gotta get out of that house. I like this movie. Um, it is horrifically made. Like the acting is terrible. The dialogue is cringeworthy. The cinematography is bad. And yet the kill, <laughs> the killings were really creative in but, places. But that's not going to stop Charles from hating it. <laughs> and yet, um, it's, it's campy, it's campy enough and gory enough to be entertaining to me. Like it was intriguing um, and I guess we'll get into spoiler territory, but, uh, what did you think, Mark? Um, <coughs> I, I kind of actually agree with your sentiment, at least. For me, this movie was really disturbing <laughs> and brutal. Um, in fact, it's kind of as left a sour taste in my mouth looking at Christmas lights now, because there are like Christmas lights all over the movie, the strands of lights and like, it, they do a good job of taking the Christmas spirit and feeling and just uh, spilling blood all over it, wow. literally. Uh, and so it, it really was, it was kind of a hard movie to watch. Well, you know, uh, they, they talked about the 
or they talked about the synopsis mentioned the mutilation of the bodies. What San is actually doing is chopping off the penises of of men. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny to me, but um, it just it it kind of shocked me when the first killing happened. Um, yeah. Right. Well, because uh, it, it well it seemed a little um, uh, like unnecessarily obscene or something, but it it plays into the character's motivation because. Spoiler, spoiler alert. Uh, it was a boy who was born and his mother um, had him surgically made into a girl. Because and so she, that's she wanted like, a girl, yeah. Right. She want, She always wanted a girl. And so, you know, he's he's come back. He's just been released or he's just escaped from, I guess, the, the mental institute he was at. And he's come to, I don't know. See, that that's what I never quite got was why, what he really wanted. Did he want atonement with his mother? And then at the end, she didn't give it to him. That's kind of and the so, way I took it. Yeah. Like and she, then the main, the main yeah. And the main girl character, that was, that, that was probably the worst part of the movie was at the end. She just decides to become a sociopath as well. And like, cause what happens is you learn there, are, I think, I guess half siblings. Yeah. Uh, because they had the same father or the girl's father cheated on her mother with the neighbor or vice versa or whatever. So they end up being half siblings, and um, the mother <laughs> is not going to accept the son, and she tries to kill the the murderous son, uh, and he, you know, she doesn't succeed, and so the daughter and the and the the son, you know, the the siblings decide to kill her, and so, but it never really built up to that. The female character, you never really saw that, and so it didn't make sense to me. But yeah, I think he was going around chopping off penises because he was trying to. He wanted a penis for himself again, right? Isn't that kind of the thing? He thought yeah. she, he thought the mother was going to give him a penis. Like, they were collecting the penises that he was chopping up. I'm just wondering how many times you're going to say penis <laughs> in this podcast. <laughs> I'm just counting. So far, it's, it's 82. <laughs> At least this is what it feels like. Anyway. <clears throat> well, yeah, I think that's... I think you're right there. Uh and they they, re- they do also a really good job making this house really creepy. They have like three full uh full scale Santa Clauses, but their eyes are like mirrors, or you know they're there's it's really unsettling being in this house. Well, and I like she... I like the design of the mask that the the Santa yeah, the main the killer wears. Cool yeah, and the part where he like waves at the kid, you know, to let him inside the house. That's pretty creepy. Yeah, that was creepy. There's, there's it was some, a it was a creepy movie. Yeah, don't get me wrong. There were some really good moments in it. Like it, like I said, for all the the technical stuff that I thought was really poorly done, but the um, yeah, like I I I like I said, I thought it was entertaining. As as horrific as that made that made me a bad person. I don't know, but well, I I mean, I was never bored. Yeah, well, it, I, it was I, just. There's it that. was hard. It was just hard. It was a hard watch. It's just raw. Very. It like, is. It is. And and again, for me, like the acting was terrible. Especially like her friends. The dialogue yeah, was bad. Like her friends were totally bad. unnecessary. We didn't. They didn't even need to be in the movie. The uh, grandmother was pretty bad too. Yeah. The girl's grandmother. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know, but but yeah, yeah. the. Uh, <laughs> it's crazy that we ended up talking about that movie. So we covered them all, right? We did Black yep. Christmas, Silent Night, Deadly Night. One and two, Nightmare Before Christmas, Santa Claus, Jack Frost, Santa Sleigh, Rare Exports, A Christmas Tale, A Christmas Horror Story, 
All Through the House, Krampus, and Red Christmas. All right, which one was your favorite from the list? I guess you guys didn't see most of them, but... The oh, Santa's Sleigh, of course. And yours, Kelly? Definitely Black, Black, Black Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, Black Christmas, yeah. Man, I don't even... It's hard. This list is all over the place. It is. It was a good yeah. list, though. I it's think a, it's a good list. That. There was one movie that I really wish we would have added, which was uh, Ginger Dead Man, um, <laughs> with Gary Busey as the voice of the... Oh, no. Reincarnated wow. gingerbread cookie. <laughs> um, <laughs> that would have been amazing, and maybe we'll do this again, but... <laughs> Yeah, and by the way, we didn't mention this at the beginning. Um, you know, we we are still going to do the Hitchcock um, movie um, genre. That's going to be the next one we do. We just wanted to do this one in time for Christmas because um, we always do a typical Christmas one. Um, Your typical, typical chopping off penis Christmas movie. Well, I, I mean, well, in the past years we have done some very typical ones, so that was kind of cool that we're changing it up slightly. But we do a Christmas movie every December, a Christmas genre play on it anyway. Um, and so Hitchcock will be coming soon, probably in January. Um, I've been nailing down my picks, and then we were talking about we may go back to our standard way of picking genres instead of. Having others pick it for us, I don't know, right, Kelly? I think it'll expedite the episodes. Yeah, because yeah. it's pretty hard to pick, um, especially like I've been really struggling with Hitchcock movies because I like so many of them, and it's like, eh. um, but uh, yeah, so we will be getting back on that, and hopefully we'll get back to a more regular pace. Um, any updates on when the next James Bond one will be done? Mm, Crickets chirping. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, because I I read the book. I had read the book, but it's been so long. I need to go back and reread the book. And you think. just have one more, or how many do you have left? I think two or three, because there were those. There the collections of short stories still. I think we had two full books and one collection left. Okay, well, so we got that coming in the new year, some point, and we'll have hopefully Hitchcock sometime in January. Um, yep. Yeah, cool. Just trying to catch up all our fans then. And on that note, we'll go ahead and sum up this episode. Of course, you can always check us out on itsjustawesome.com or at goodbadpodcast, all one word, uh, and that's from iTunes and Twitter. Mm-hmm. That's right. Well, this has been a joy <laughs> to discuss all of these Christmas horror movies with you guys. A joy to the world? A joy to the world, yes. Yeah, and uh, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays to all of you out there, and Yeah, we won't be doing anything until next year. Happy New Year as well. Uh Yeah, we'll see you in the new year, guys. All right. Thank you. All right. Have a good one. Bye.